Welcome to the Journey Ahead podcast, Aging Well in the Chippewa Valley. I'm Tom from Volume 1, which presents this podcast in partnership with the Aging and Disability Resource Center of Eau Claire County, with support from our sponsors, Grace Home Respiratory and All-Star Elevator and Mobility Solutions. Here's your host, Lisa Wells. I'm Lisa Wells, Dementia Care Specialist with the Aging and Disability Resource Center of Eau Claire County, and you're listening to a podcast on aging well in the Chippewa Valley. The goal of the podcast is to provide education about aging well, living with dementia, and staying active and healthy in the community. So thank you for joining us. Today we will discuss aging well and the benefits of physical activity. As we get older, regular physical activity is one of the most important things you can do for your health. It can prevent many of the health problems that seem to come with age. It can also help your muscles grow stronger so you can keep doing your day-to-day activities. It supports brain health and so many more benefits. To discuss today's topic, we have Mary Pika Anderson, who is the director of the Ellie Phillips Senior Center. Thank you for joining us, Mary. Thanks for having me. So this is my favorite topic. So I think we're going to be talking for a long time today. (laughs) But one thing that I always say is that I like to use the word physical activity versus the word exercise. So can you share your experience a little bit about what physical activity means to you? Well, you know, many, many different things. And that's because I'm old, obviously. I think we, as we age, <laughs> older, it, older. thank you. As we age, we, um, it, it takes on different meaning. You know, it, it, when I was younger, physical activity was play. Mm-hmm. I mean, kids play, we played in the playgrounds, we, on the swing sets, we played, kick the can down the alley. And mm-hmm. so that was play. That was physical activity. Then we get into youth sports and organized sports and Kids are doing things in high school, junior high, now much younger ages. That is physical activity. Mm-hmm. Now we get a little older and things get in our way. Work, family, yard work. I mean, all of a sudden that play goes away. Mm-hmm. And so we, as as we work in the aging world, we like to bring back the word play. You know, we're exercising, oh, like but we mm-hmm. are playing. We're going back to what it was when we were kids. So... I was fortunate, Lisa, to have um, amazing parents that were great mentors. You know, I have seven other siblings, mm-hmm. and we had enough for a basketball team and a football team mm-hmm. and a baseball team. And so I had great mentors that really taught me that um, you have to um, mentally be prepared to, to play. It's mm-hmm. not just going to happen by accident. You right. have to work on it. So. Yeah. So that's where I say play really, you know, activity, physical activity takes on different meanings depending upon your mm-hmm, age. Mm-hmm. You know, as as we get older, you know, some things can come into play. So arthritis, other chronic health conditions that may limit us to be able to play, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. you know, how does one in, get engaged in a program or, you know, what what would you... What are some of the hurdles what, that we have to jump over to to get past that? Yeah. that mind, I think it's a mindset, too. It is. But I think first and foremost, I think that um, we have to stop looking at these things that happen to us because we're getting old, such as cataracts or mm-hmm. arthritis or, you know, um, diabetes. We have to stop looking at it just as a, a factor of being negative. Mm. I mean, I like to say, gee... We're lucky we're alive long enough 
to have these challenges. There mm-hmm. are some people that, that don't get to that age where they have to deal with maybe a bad knee because they were a basketball or a football player mm-hmm. or arthritis. So if we can start to look at it more positively, even though it's a negative part of our life because it maybe interferes with our daily life, I think that's a, be- a beginning. Mm-hmm. After that, I think a big thing that's happened that I've seen actually in this world is a lot of the medical professionals are starting to really advocate, you know, yes, you have arthritis and these are the things you can do. And one of them is physical activity. Mm -hmm. Yes, you have a bad heart. You know, so I think once we start getting more people advocating the fact that exercise or physical activity has a positive Mm -hmm. um, benefit to whatever your, you know, ailment is, I think that's a huge, huge um, reinforcement, and it gets people to start thinking. Then your challenge is is to oftentimes, I think all of us, no matter what age we are, we like to like think we can go in head first, 90 miles an hour, you know, do it all. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, no. I really believe that with this population, particularly if there is some kind of a disability or some kind of a something that's going to make it more difficult to be physically active. I kind of like what's called the baby food approach. Mm, When mm -hmm. we, you know, give babies food, we don't throw peas, corns, and carrots all at one time at them, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's one at a time so we know the benefits or the negative part of aspect that that brought to their, you know, daily functioning. So I think that way with physical activity, you know, don't try to do it all at one time. So don't join the gym and go do, expect to do cardio five days a week. And right. you know, you think that's what you think, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. I'm going to get, it, it looks great. And, and it, it looks like it's fun for a while, but it, it just isn't, it, it's not the best approach for something that you want to have become a lifetime commitment. Mm-hmm. Not just, I'm going to commit till, you know, for two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, whatever. I mean, you know, because guess what? Those those benefits aren't often felt right away. Mm-hmm. They It takes a while to feel the benefits of what you're doing. And sometimes with some of the disabilities that our population has as they age, it's not necessarily going to be the fix. It's going to hopefully increase your comfort level mm-hmm. or slow that process down of what's happening. It, it's not the magic bullet. So with that in mind, it becomes so valuable a little bit at a time, mm-hmm. you know, patience and consistency. Mm-hmm. I think too, something that we don't, that we forget is that even things, you know, around the house, you know, going up and down the steps. <laughs> um, I think about, man, I'm breaking a sweat when I'm cleaning the shower, you know, <laughs> um, just things like things that we're doing around the house that, that we should really count as that's physical activity. Yep. You know, I think, I've been working from home for a while and not moving as much like I used to. So what I try to do is take little breaks throughout the day and I'll go up and down my steps, you know, five times. Mm -hmm. And it's like, wow, five minutes of that. And that really gets my heart pumping. So doing the laundry, you know, gardening. You're right. It it all adds up. And and I think that we have for the longest time in the world of physical activity – Um, have always been emphasizing, okay, you need to have that 20 minutes of cardio. You know, what's recommended for the aging population is at least 150 minutes Mm -hmm. of activity for the week. Mm -hmm. Now, how you gather that 
is really, like you said, a lot of different options. My kids laugh at me because when we go into a Target or a store, um, I won't use the automatic door. I still want to pull the door open. Oh, sure. And push even it. Think about that. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm still, and, the, mm-hmm. and, you know, these are my young kids going, oh, there's my mom mm-hmm. once again. And I'm thinking, no, I'm going to try to set that example that I got from my parents to you, whether you know how it's going to impact you today. I know it'll impact you later in life mm-hmm. when you need it. So you are right, but there are some parts that I do think we need to really seriously keep in mind. Yeah, that five minutes that you did going up and down the stairs is great, and adding that up is great, but sustained cardiovascular endurance movement is, is kind of one of those things that will make a bigger impact on creating a stronger heart. Your heart mm-hmm. is a muscle. Mm-hmm. If all of us were to make a fist with our hand and hold it up in front of us, you would see the size of your heart. Mm-hmm. And so that does need to be worked a little bit more consistently, but that doesn't mean, you know, if, if that's hard for you, then do what you what you mm-hmm. just mentioned, add moments to your day mm-hmm. and then hopefully increase it. So if you're going to go up and down those stairs, Lisa, for five minutes, I'm going to recommend next week you take it up and down uh, six. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or maybe, yeah, I, I could probably do that. And you know, something else, even simple things like when you're waiting for the coffee to to brew yeah. you know could you be doing some squats oh, yeah. or yeah. you know we think we know that we should be doing these things we we know that it's that it's all good but i think for so many of us it's just doing it it is it is and i will tell you in this whole covid world that we've been living in if there's many great things that have happened from it i mean there's also you know many other things that are not so pleasant but you know, we've been Zooming, you know, fitness classes from the senior center out to the population. And when I first started to think about working with this population and walked into the Ellie Phillips Senior Center, it was like, wow. I mean, this is a place where not just old people go. I mean, these are actively aging people. So mm-hmm. there's a lot that we can do. And so consequently, your brain just kind of doesn't stop because they don't stop. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that with the COVID, you know, and our situations that we've been living in, all of a sudden that social isolation has stepped in. Mm. But the Zooming classes, what they've allowed us to do is kind of build a senior center without walls. So you can't come to us, we're going to come to you. And I believe that when this situation is over, we're still going to continue to offer those types of programs because you know what, sooner or later, you may age out of our facility. Mm -hmm. So therefore, we're going to still be able to come to your home, whether it's an exercise classes, or whether it's about wills, or whether it's about, you know, how to eat better, you know, hopefully, we'll still continue people in that reaching Mm -hmm. people in that manner as well. Absolutely, you bet. You know, how do how do people stay motivated? (laughs) You know, that I think that's another one, you know, you know, it's, you know, people start the new year off always like, oh, okay, this year my resolution is, you know, I'm going to exercise and do all this great stuff. And by, you know, January, February, March, you know, we're, they're done. And, you know, so, you know, keeping that motivation going so it's long term. Yeah. Do you have any suggestions, yeah. especially <clears throat> for this population? You know, it can be tough sometimes. Yeah. Always, there's always something that can get in the way, yeah. whether, oh, I did that, but my knee hurts mm-hmm. and, 
you know, or I just don't feel well today, so I'm not going to do it. Um, I would say first and foremost, and it might not always be easy, but finding someone to do it with is is always a good thing. Um, not just because of the social aspect, but, you know, they rely on you and you rely on mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. That's one way to really stay motivated and stay consistent. And, of course, the other is is just to, you know, build it into your day. Mm-hmm. You know, don't just say, I'm going to do it today sometime. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you can say, I'm doing it at 9, I'm doing it at 10, mm-hmm. or whatever works into your schedule, it, that consistency will help make this become part of your lifestyle, not just, you know, not just right. something you do because you feel like you have to do it. It's you'll start missing it mm-hmm. after a while. And, you know, that's something that I've always done is I'll just put it on my calendar, mm-hmm. you know, because, you know, if I have a doctor's appointment, I put it on my calendar. I'm going to go to that doctor's appointment. You know, if yeah. I have if I do, if I say I'm going to go to exercise or do something, I'm going, I'm going to do it. Right. And you're so right because once you start doing it and you get involved and you, you start feeling it, you, you miss it when you don't mm-hmm. have it. I know for myself, if I go, sometimes I'll go a week or longer just because life or whatever. <laughs> and it's like, oh, why am I dragging today? Yeah. Or why aren't I? And I know it's because I haven't yeah. been doing some daily physical activity. Yeah. And, you know, even fitting in 10 minutes here or 10 minutes there right, right. or, you know, just whatever you can get in. Yep. And I think sometimes we just have a tendency to think, like you said, that it, it has to be this amount of time. And um, it's it just the, the value too is, um, and and I think we see this more at as we age, but also at any age. Often when we think about being physically active, it's like oh, because I want to look good in a pair of pants, or mm-hmm. I want to be able to walk up and down the stairs, I want to take this trip. You know, it, I, it oftentimes the most important part in my own personal opinion about physical activity is is the ability to help us relieve stress. Mm. You know, we forget about the mental aspect of, um, I remember when I first was working years ago in this area, and I remember one day going, God, like you said, Lisa, after a week or so of not doing it, you're you're not quite Mm -hmm. feeling yourself. Well, it's not just physically, it's mentally you're not just feeling yourself. And mm-hmm. so years ago, I would say to my people that would come to classes, stress kills, stress is, mm-hmm. oh yeah, stress is, makes you depressed. No, it's not just, not just depression. I think stress is hard on your body. Mm-hmm. And so mentally, the benefit of being physically active is, I think, best benefit that we have if only we could if we could take exercise or physical activity and put it in a pill (laughs) (laughs) it's what they all want (laughs) yeah we would all be prescribed by our physicians to to take a couple a day right yes exactly so i know there's a lot of great things at the senior center can you talk about some of your classes and uh, what you're doing over there these days well, obviously, you know, in our current situation and with this population being the population at risk, you know, we have not had the doors open. Um, you know, we opened for a while and then had to take a really had to take a mental check on we want them all back. Mm-hmm. When we when we're able to really get things moving, we want them all back. So let's not be part of the problem, let's be part of the solution. 
And so we've not been opened. Um, and the timing of that lease has been actually kind of good because um, we are in the middle of an expansion mm-hmm. and very fortunate to have had some support from the community. And um, so we, the programming that the center designs to do when open comes into lots of different categories. One is the social aspect. We just believe, obviously, everything you do when you're interacting with somebody is social. But when we we kind of take that into an area and divide it into the social aspect of it might be card playing, it might be just doing chess, um, that kind of activity where you have like minds together doing things. Um, I used to, when I first went there, I thought, oh, cards, what am I going to do? we got to get mm-hmm. to get those cards out. Well, no, come on. I mean, if we want to keep the brain active and to keep the brain growing like we want to keep our muscles growing, those are the things that really help with that part of our body. So mm-hmm. the social aspect in everything that we do, but then there's designed group of social activities. It might be the a group that we call the happy hookers. They are the knitters. <laughs> I didn't name them that. They took that name on their own and they're very yeah. proud of it. But they, you know, they'll get together to knit. You might have other groups getting together to play pool or to do, you know, wood carving. So lots of different groups getting coming together with like interests. Mm-hmm. And that's what's great about that is is you may finally decide you want to come to the center but you're not sure what you're going to do and you end up going to an area that you you navigate to an area that is of interest for you. So you make great new friends because mm-hmm. you have some common interest. Then we take it and we divide ourselves into educational programming. The aging population still wants to learn. Oh, gosh, they yeah. didn't mm-hmm. just shut down because mm-hmm. they no longer are of school age. And so we try to provide with you, with your support, different types of programming that is of interest to them. Um, Work really hard in that program area to be able to help them get ready for what might be next in their life, whether it's they they need to get on Medicare or they need to prepare their wills. You know, those are real staples, but then there's other stuff, learning a new language, Mm -hmm. you know, learning how to paint and do watercoloring. So that's a whole other level of programming that goes on there. Mm And obviously, an area that um, has picked up, you know, in the last probably 10 to 15 years is our our fitness area, where it's divided into whether it's a group exercise class, like I did my Zooming class this morning with my people that normally would have been in the center exercising with me, which is great because there's that social aspect of seeing people. And then there's the other end of fitness, and that's where you just climb in and you hit your favorite treadmill or your favorite elliptical, and then you just get moving. Um, We've chosen in the center not to stick up TVs because we want them to talk to each other and we think they get a lot of TV time at home Mm -hmm. during the day. Mm -hmm. So so that's basically what happens. Um, There's a saying in the senior center world, if you've seen one senior center, you've seen just one senior Mm -hmm. center. Mm -hmm. And that is because Important to us and important to any senior center is is needing to provide the services that your population in your community need. Mm -hmm. I may see something big and beautiful in Minneapolis because my kids live there, but it might not be of any interest or of any benefit to Mm -hmm. our population. Mm -hmm. So 
it's important to us to stay connected mm-hmm. to what the needs of our community seniors are. Well, Mary, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, um, I want to continue this conversation on uh, physical activity and maybe look a little bit into, you know, some of the things that people can do. You know, that there's stretching, there's flexibility, yeah. there's cardio, um, yeah. there's weight bearing. Mm-hmm. Um, what what are those what do those things mean, and what can some of our seniors do? So we'll talk about that when we get back. Okay, perfect. I want to take a moment to talk about one of our sponsors. All-Star Elevator and Mobility Solutions. Mobility challenges don't have to mean leaving the home that you love. All-Star Elevator and Mobility Solutions specializes in residential and commercial elevators, stairlifts, scooters, and more. The All-Star team offers a free home assessment, and they can help you find the products you need to get around your home and the rest of the world safely and effectively. For example, they have more than 100 scooters in stock, so you'll be sure to find one that meets your needs. You'll find All-Star right here in the Chippewa Valley on Halley Road in Chippewa Falls. And they've got locations in Hudson and La Crosse, too. Learn more by calling All-Star at 715-598-7511 or by visiting allstarmobilityllc.com or allstarelevatorllc.com. Now, back to the podcast. Well, welcome back. We have uh, Mary Pika Anderson from the Alley Phillips Senior Center, and we're talking about, you know, the benefits of physical activity as we age. And so when we left off, we were going to talk a little bit about, you know, the different types of exercise. So we've got weight bearing, we've got flexibility, stretches, cardio. We know that all of those really are important to do. And so, Mary, can you talk about, you know, let's start with stretching, because that just seems to be, you know, one that we need to do. Do we need to do that before exercising and ending, or should we just that should just be part of our before we even roll out of bed? You know, um, before we even get going, um, I, I always like to tell people first of all, before you decide you, I'm going to get up, I'm going to attack being, you know, fitness exercise, whatever you want to call it. Always talk to your doctor. I mean, mm, they yeah. they usually have, you know, they know you well, and they may have some recommendations that they think would work that would really benefit your mm-hmm. physical you know, you know, disabilities or issues. So that's mm-hmm. always big. But um, I chuckle about the whole flexibility thing because I don't think we think about that, Lisa, when we're little, because when we fall, we bounce, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, I um, Lisa knows this. I, I coached gymnastics for years. I now judge it at all levels and see these kids. And when you watch them fall and they pop right back up again, you know it's that flexibility that mm-hmm. has really allowed them to do that without getting hurt. So um, very, very, the good news, the good news for our population is is that long-term research will tell you that you can, all of this movement, whether it's strength training, cardiovascular, or flex, you know, flexibility, you can gain. I think we kind of thought as we got older, why do it because I'm not going to get any benefits from it? Mm-hmm. Well, the long-term research says, yes, you will. Now, are you going to be like you were when you were 20? No, but who wants to go back to right. 20? I mean, right. I don't. No. Maybe you do, but Mm-mm. I like being older and having some wise you know, wise, wise brain cells in my head. So when we talk about a well-rounded um, type of activity or physical activity, um, you know, flexibility is part of it, but I also think it's part that gets skipped a lot. Mm-hmm. And I can just say that as a teacher. So my students come in and we do a warm up 
and it might be like a five minute warm up, maybe seven, whatever is going on that I think I need to prepare them for. Then we go into cardio, then we go into strength training, and then I have a tendency to not watch the clock as well as I should. And so sometimes I really cheat the stretching part. Now, with my background, you would think that should never happen, but it does. I Mm -hmm. mean, it's no different. I'm no different than anybody else. So flexibility, stretching, you know, it's not so that you can touch your toes. I think the value of taking time to stretch is so important because it helps us posture better. As we age, we start to lose our posture. We may lean forward a lot so the lower hip flexors start to shorten. And then as they shorten, we lean even more forward. So we're no longer what I would call stacked well. Mm -hmm. Same thing with our shoulders. Everything we do in front of us is in, you know, we round our shoulders. So our back muscles get weak and our front muscles get strong and shorten up and all of a sudden we're not stacked anymore. So the the stretching portion is interesting for me because um, I just think that is probably an area that would be the biggest payback for your time if you took the time to do it. As far as how to do it, when to do it, there's no doubt that I think if we just think about our muscles like a rubber band, okay? Mm -hmm. You take that rubber band and you put it in the freezer, you pull it out, and then you pull on it. It's it's like, oh, it's it may break, Mm -hmm. it may fray. Our muscles are the same. Now if we take that rubber band out and we put it in our hand and rub it and create some friction, all of a sudden the band gets bandy, it gets elastic. Your muscles are the same. So when you do decide that you want to take some time to stretch and it doesn't require, you can do it seating, seated, or seated, you can do it standing, you can do it lying down. Mm-hmm. So any position you're in, you can take the time to hit some major muscle groups. Um, it's always good to warm those muscles up, whether you walk around the couch or mm-hmm. you go up and down the stairs, you know, or you march in place, then do it. And, and you know, there's all types of stretches that I think that's valuable for everybody listening to know. We have what's called active stretching. And I'm a very big proponent or activist for active stretching because oftentimes when we pull a muscle or hurt ourselves, it's it's not laying in bed or sitting down on the couch. It's as we move. Mm-hmm. So active stretching is actually taking a muscle and moving it through a range of motion and each time seeing if you can increase that range of motion and make it bigger. Now, you may not functionally move like that during the day but what happens when you make that lunge or you you slip or you slide right are you then catch you, yourself yes, you're stronger all mm-hmm. of a sudden you're in that position that your muscle is saying oh my goodness what are you doing mm-hmm. leave me alone you know mm-hmm. so active stretching to me is extremely valuable and then there is of course the the passive or static stretch and that's where you go into a movement and you're like, oh, the muscle says, here I am, mm-hmm. I'm awake. Mm-hmm. Never, never, never should pull to the point of pain. You just should go to the point where you feel some tension in the muscles and, and hold it, but not hold your breath. So there's a variety of stretches, which I think as an individual, just, you know, it's good to know what your options mm-hmm. are. You know, Mary, just as we're, just as we're talking right now, I'm, I'm, sitting up a little taller. <laughs> I've got my shoulders back know, and I'm, I'm feeling, gosh, I, I don't realize how much I slouch. I know. And so I, yeah. I'm sitting, I'm feeling a little bit better now that I'm st- <laughs> uh, sitting a little. 
yeah. straighter. So you know, Lisa, it's amazing um, when you pay attention to that. And as an instructor, I've had to really work hard on it. The the positive comments that you get back from people saying, "I move so much better. Mm-hmm. I feel like my movement is better," and it is. It mm-hmm. will be because you are engaging and you've you've gotten better posture mm-hmm. and your muscles are more engaged, and so. It, it, that's why I think it's kind of one of your best, biggest impact when mm-hmm. you first start to exercise. Plus, you don't need to have a join a gym. You don't need to have a special pair of shoes or a cute little outfit. Right. You just need to have something comfortable to right. move in. Can you share some good weight bearing exercises and what that all entails? Yeah, you know, I'm um, for many people who've known me for a long time, particularly being you know a woman, I've been a very huge proponent of. Um, weight-bearing exercises for women mm-hmm. and, and men. I mean, osteoporosis, there's all kinds of things that, you know, it, it can help with. Um, I think that it, it's so simple to just use your own body weight for resistance. So you don't need to lift like, you know, no. 50 pounds or anything no. like that. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. And actually, it's better to lift light and go through a larger or a bigger range of motion that, you know, because then you're using more of your muscles. So mm-hmm. whether I, I like to talk a lot about um, the, the resistance bands and the reason with this population, why we like to talk a lot about them and use them is, is oftentimes you have one that the doctor gave you, mm-hmm. you know, you had a shoulder problem or you had something wrong with the knees and they want you to have legs stronger. These resistance bands works a lot like weights. Anytime you can add some intensity level to your movement, you are doing, you know, strengthening exercises. Mm -hmm. There's a big difference between, you know, weight bearing that affects our osteoporosis as we age and then the swimming, the water, the height, you know, being Mm -hmm. in water. I know water's wonderful and please water people. I think they may get mad at me every now and then. (laughs) I really believe in it. It's great. But to make the biggest impact on on strengthening those bones, you need to be on mm-hmm. land. Mm-hmm. Get a can of soup if you want to add some resistance as well. A bag of potatoes, your oranges. I mean, mm-hmm. there's all kinds of things at home. You, If you looked around, you might be able to find something that would give you a little bit more resistance than maybe just the weight of your leg or the weight of your arms. Mm-hmm. So. so when you're talking, <clears throat> you know, weight bearing, so that could be... You know, maybe I'm got my soup cans and I'm doing some biceps, some triceps, things like that. Um, Mm -hmm. How about like some leg exercises? What would that be? Just walking, or how would you, how would you add weights or something like that? I actually think the legs are kind of easy, and and yes, walking is great and wonderful because it's a combination of both cardio and. You know, but what often happens with that kind of movement, it becomes repetitive. Mm -hmm. You know, you're only using so much of your muscle. So legs are easy. I mean, think about it. We all have to sit down in a chair and get back out of the chair, right? You know, so you can do tons of leg exercises just by standing in front of a chair. Mm -hmm. You hang onto that chair lightly. You do a little tiny bend down, bend up, bend Mm -hmm. down, bend up. Go a little further. Go, Go to the point of comfort. Listen to your knees. Listen to your back. Same thing with an area of our strength training that I that I worry with our aging population that gets missed is um, what I would call ab adduction movements with your legs. They go out, they go in. Mm-hmm. And I say that because your hip is a ball and socket joint. It hinges forward and back. It hinges out and in. 
your knee is just a hinge joint. It bends and it just bends and extends, okay? So what we do functionally during the day is walk. No matter if you're out there walking for your cardio exercise or walking to go to the refrigerator or walking to, you know, put the dishes away. Mm -hmm. So our hips function like that functionally all day long. So they they get a pretty good workout. What doesn't happen is that ab and adduction movement, that out and in movement. Mm -hmm. So if I were to tell people or encourage people to do something at home for leg strength, obviously, if you have stairs at home, Mm -hmm. you know, your stairs are great. They're going to work your quadriceps, your glutes, your hamstrings. But do something that requires the leg to move out and move back in. So whether you're just standing there and you stand on one leg and take the other leg and swing it out and Mm -hmm. bring it in, swing it out and bring it in. Same thing with the other leg. Always work both sides. To me, it's missed. It's it's part of our body that we forget about. And all Mm -hmm. of a sudden we have to have a hip replacement or... You know, our hips aren't feeling good, or we're not gating gating well mm-hmm. because of that. So, mm-hmm. pretty simple. Don't need again. Don't need to have any special shoes. Any anything no. like that. You know, there's an exercise that I've been uh, been working on. I've been doing uh, what's called bar exercises. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And one particular one is where my heels are together. So I'm standing with my heels together, and then I stand up on my tiptoes. <laughs> oh boy. Let me tell you, does that, um, I think I feel it in every, every lower (laughs) muscle that I have. So, um, like you said, there's just, there's so many good things out there. And and now today too, with, with the, the internet and, you know, there's YouTube. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. All kinds of places you can find these different types of exercises. So Mary, we're going to take another quick break. And when we come back, let's finish up by talking about uh, where people can, you know, obviously they can, you know, the senior center, but maybe if you've got some other resources out there for folks to, to get started. Okay. Sure. You bet. Okay. We'll get back to the podcast in a minute, but first I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Grace Home Respiratory. We're excited to have their support for the podcast because just like us, they're locally owned and operated. If you or someone you care about needs medical equipment or supplies, wheelchairs, walkers, hospital beds, portable oxygen concentrators, even CPAPs and BiPAPs, Grace Home Respiratory is right there to help. They're committed to helping you live a life of independence. They realize that shopping for the specialty medical products you need can be a challenge, which is why being locally owned and operated is key. They do everything in-house from their location right in Altoona. So if you have a question about billing or anything else, you know you'll be talking to someone from just down the road. Find out more about Grace Home Respiratory online at ghr-ec.com, or you can call them toll-free at 877-230-1622. Now, back to the podcast. So we're back with Mary, and we've been having a really good conversation on some of the benefits. Not, I shouldn't say some. There's all kinds, <laughs> yeah. so many benefits to physical activity. And we were talking about weight-bearing and stretching and posture. And what about balance, Mary? Yeah, yeah. Well, balance is, you know, obviously, we go back to the the Mary years ago, gymnastics coach, now judging, you know, and balance is so key. I mean, how does that little girl stay on the balance beam that is, you know, yay high in the air and only four inches wide. Mm -hmm. And, you know, with our population, as we age, it's like anything else, you lose balance because you don't train it, right? Mm -hmm. So, 
one of the key factors in balance is, is obviously you want strong legs. Okay, and we talked a little bit about that in the in the prior um, time that we were together. So strong legs are important. So you start with good base of support and then challenging yourself to kind of like not be balanced. Mm. You know, um, so have somebody push you over and yeah, try to. Well, that's what we used to do in gymnastics, yeah. you know, because you want to fall without stretching for the ground. But mm-hmm. no, you, you take yourself, for example, if you're at home and you have a chair in front of you and you just stand on your left leg and you take your right foot, you put your, you know, five toes mm-hmm. on the floor, but the heels are off the floor. Mm-hmm. And then you touch the chair, and then you let go of the chair. That's pretty simple. Mm -hmm. Go back to touching the chair. Now this time raise that right foot maybe up to the calf. Then let go of the chair. That's easy. So you just start challenging your leg position, which then challenges your ability to balance. I happen to believe that you need to get yourself to the point where you're wiggling and wobbling a little bit. Because if you really want to open up and fire those neurons mm-hmm. that help re-correct your posture so that you are in a balanced position, what better way of doing it? So once you get really good at doing the, the leg thing, standing on that one leg, you can challenge yourself by just taking a very small pillow mm-hmm. off the couch. Oh, okay. And then you stand on the pillow on mm-hmm. one leg, on one foot. So, you know, you, you you always remember right and left, you got to treat the both mm-hmm. sides of the body equally. And so it's great because it's retraining that body to collectively bring itself back to normal so that you don't fall. Mm-hmm. When you were kids, you know, you ran and you slipped and you slide. And when you'd fall, your leg would catch you before you fall. That's the reaction that we have to retrain so Mm -hmm. that it helps us as we are aging balance, rebalance. Mm -hmm. Just like increasing your cardiovascular endurance and increasing your strength, you can train balance. You can bring balance back into your life and make it better. I was just thinking too. Another way might be standing on that one leg and closing your eyes. Oh boy, yeah, that's 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 <laughs> the end before. That, yeah. That's like when you've really mastered. You're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you know, we didn't talk a whole lot about it, but cardio. You know, you know, getting that heart rate up, right? And, and yep. that can be a, a variety of ways. And you know, we talked about the steps and yep. walking, but really, cardio can be gardening because oh. it gets your heart rate up. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Cutting grass, gardening, you know, doing, you know, doing your laundry, going up and down the stairs, anything that makes you breathe a little bit heavier than normal. Mm -hmm. And I have people ask me all the time, well, how do I know if I'm doing enough or if I'm not, if I'm doing too much? You know, we have in the world of exercise, what's basically called perceived exertion. So if I am out for a walk with my husband or my neighbor, if we can continue to chat, nicely and mm-hmm. have no issues that's good now if you can break out into song you need to pick up the pace a little bit mm-hmm. my friends mm-hmm. if we're going to be out there with it, let's make sure that it counts for something so perceived exertion is just how do i feel do i feel like i'm challenging myself and know that you do not have to take it to the max to get the benefit mm-hmm. of what you're doing everything you do should be comfortable mm-hmm. and when it's not then you need to revisit what you're doing mm. So we've talked about today staying motivated, you know, partnering with a friend, um, putting it on your calendar, making it your day-to-day, day-to-day life, you know, always talking with your doctor before you get started with anything, do something you enjoy, 
I can be 10 minutes here, 10 minutes there. Uh, the importance of stretching and posture and balance and weight bearing and flexibility, <laughs> all those good things. Mary, if, if, if somebody wants to go to the senior center, um, they can go there to, to exercise, but there are other resources Absolutely. You know, as well. And do you have any recommendations or some, you know, some websites or what you might suggest for somebody, yeah. if, even if, you know, somebody's just getting started? Well, there's a couple things. Number one, I mean, I think we are so fortunate in our community. I think our community has done a great job of making walking mm -hmm. available to us, the beautiful walking trails, biking trails. I mean, those are just great. When you can get yourself out into the fresh air, it's it's mm -hmm. absolutely a wonderful thing. And then we've got great other, there's other clubs in town you can go to. I mean, I think that you have to go where you feel comfortable. You know, we have the YMCA, we have Gold's Gym, you have your lifetime, not lifetime fitness, but your, um, oh golly, where's my brain? Anytime fitness. I mean, there's Highland, there's all kinds Planet of- fitness, yep. yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. the there's all kinds of great other places that can provide you this environment. And when I say environment is you walk in, there's a whole bunch of what I call cardio toys, whether it's a treadmill mm -hmm. or elliptical I've or a rowing machine. I've never heard cardio toys before. Oh, I, I do. Like I call that. them. It's all toys, Lisa. Yeah. I ask, my, ask all my friends. They're all toys. You know, your weights are, you know, they may be black, they may be blue, they may be purple. You know, there's, you go to where you are comfortable. That's the utmost important thing because then you'll always go back. Um, but you don't have to have all that. You... There are, and I should probably, there might be many of our listeners that are what are called silver feet, silver sneakers. Mm -hmm. You know, that's the insurance plan that allows you to go to these places. But they also have great online classes that you can take. You know, so the silver sneakers program you can get in. You don't even have to be a silver sneakers member to take that class, but they're very well thought out. Lots of different online, but everybody, I cannot in, emphasize enough the value and the benefit of socialization. Mm -hmm. You know, it is isolation, I think, is a lesson that we've all learned in their current situation. And I tell people now, they in, in my younger kids and my younger friends, I say, now you know what it's like to be a senior. Mm -hmm. And your kids don't live in town anymore. They mm -hmm. might not even live in the same state or the same country. Mm -hmm. You know, and neighbors move away or neighbors pass away and all of a sudden you're alone. You know, it's not a good feeling to feel that you can't go out and about. And that's why, you know, this segment that you're doing is so important, because if you do stay physically active, all the benefits allow you to keep that ability to get out and about and mm -hmm. socialize and be with other people. Mm -hmm. So, And, you know, really, uh, there's really no more excuses, are there? <laughs> <laughs> no, there really isn't. I mean, no. I, well, you, we were chatting in the break about, um, you know, exercises, exercise people. I know Lisa likes to call it physical activity, you know, but it's, there's so many things you can do between yoga, hot yoga, bar classes, you know, there's so many games that we've got for you to play with, mm -hmm. you know, that it's just Find the one that works and is most comfortable for you and that you will stay committed to. You really to. enjoy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And it can be fun. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be like, oh my gosh, mm -hmm. I got to go to that stupid step class today. No. And, and that's really the benefit of classes is just being around with people mm -hmm. that um, you enjoy being around and you enjoy talking with and chatting with and 
at, at our age now, when we retire, you actually have time to socialize mm-hmm. and, and meet with them and have coffee. Right, right. And I know for me, too, I might, you know, dread a little bit sometimes, like, oh. <laughs> but I, the motivation for me is like, oh, I feel so good when I'm done. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's my big motivator. Yeah, and for, I used to, like, um, for a lot of people that know me, I used to come into town, meet with my running friends, and go running. And, you know, now I've got two very active dogs. I mean, I had had older dogs back then. Now I've got two young dogs, and they need the exercise, mm-hmm. so I'm I'm out with my dogs now, you know. Mm-hmm. So... I think things change. Be ready for change. It's okay. It's okay. And it's also give yourself permission to take a vacation. If we need vacation from work, we maybe need vacation from exercise every now and then. You know, so don't, if you all of a sudden find yourself, oh, I haven't done it for a week or I haven't done it for two weeks, doesn't mean you can't go back. It doesn't mean you failed at all. You know, keep going back. That's all I can do is encourage you to just keep going back. No matter how long you've taken off, no matter what excuse you think you have, keep going back. You'll be happy that you did. I really like that you said it that way. <laughs> Take It's okay if, if it takes a vacation. That's a that's really good. I, <laughs> I'm going to remind myself of that, Mary. <laughs> well, again, uh, just thank you so much for being with us today and uh, talking about this important topic yeah. in uh, the Chippewa Valley. So thanks, thank Mary. You. Thanks for having me. I love talking about this. And I love talking about this population. So yes. thanks for all that you do as well. This is Tom from Volume 1. Thanks to Lisa and to her guest for being on the podcast. And thanks to you for listening to Journey Ahead Podcast, Aging Well in the Chippewa Valley. Volume 1 presents this podcast in partnership with the Aging and Disability Resource Center of Eau Claire County. And it's all made possible by Grace Home Respiratory and All-Star Elevator and Mobility Solutions. Learn more about this and our other podcasts at volume1.org.